0: This is Lake Effect on Hunters Bay Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Harnett from the Sawdust City Breweries in Gravenhurst. And it's a fine-looking day. Things are starting to warm up. We're heading into a brand-new month. And a couple great guests with us this morning. Stephen Klink is a brand-new counselor to Gravenhurst, Ward 3. We'll have him in on our second segment. But first, we're going to be talking about a significant day coming up. And uh, with us, who do we have on mic number one?
1: On mic number one, you have Kat Elizarczyk,
2: the bylaw officer for the town.
0: Okay, bylaw officer and...
2: Mic number two is Brian Sinnott, fire prevention officer for the town of Gravenhurst. It's
0: like a game show here. Um, April 1st is April Fool's Day, but this is no joke. Kat, what is uh, coming up and what are you here today to talk about?
1: So no daytime burning regulation starts April 1st until October 31st, which means open air burning and burning in the yard incinerator is not permitted during the day. However, you can burn in the evenings. You can start two hours before sunset. You can burn all the way through the night until two hours after sunrise.
0: So don't be deceived by the snow and ice. This takes effect. Uh, nevertheless, uh, we were kind of talking off air, Brianne. Um, why is it really important to respect uh, the no burning here in Gravenhurst and you know, throughout Muskoka.
2: Regardless of how damp the ground may look or how much snow there is currently, that will dry up and melt very quickly and it'll contribute to the drying layers of the earth. And there actually is a science behind the no daytime burning rule. Every single day, the humidity drops during the day, which increases the drying of the top layer of grass and leaves. An increase in wind will also aid in this drying process. During the afternoon, approximately 1 p.m., wind changes direction and increases speed As a result of this, and if there's a recent lack of precipitation or melting of snow, the dryness moves further into the earth. Fire behavior is dependent on how each dry layer is, and of course, wind.
0: There's a lot of things to consider, but so wind, humidity, um, dryness... Precipitation. Precipitation.
2: There is one thing you need to watch for, because everyone looks outside, they see moist leaves, snow, and they think, oh, this is not a big deal. Right. We have something here in Muskoka called the Forest Fire Danger Rating, and there are signs located throughout Muskoka. and you. You can actually call a phone number, look online to see what this rating is. And it'll tell you the current burning conditions. So when you are burning after sunset, sundown, you can. Um
0: and is there ever a time where there's there's absolutely no burning?
2: Yes. So
1: there is sometimes a situation called a fire ban. When fire bans in effect, that means the danger rating will be set to extreme. And there's absolutely no burning of any kind during that time. Not and- even burning in the evenings, none.
0: And again, these, uh, these signs are located throughout the town. Actually, you'll find them in, in many spots throughout Muskoka um, because we are surrounded by forests. We're surrounded by trees, a big factor in our community. Um, speaking of trees and brush and, uh, you know, all of that mess that's left over from, you know, a hard winter, people are wondering what to do with all of that. You know, if, if they can't burn, you know, the twigs and, and branches and brush around the house, what what do you recommend they do with it?
1: The best idea will probably be to dispose of it. If it is clean wood, we can advise that you burn, but do do that carefully. Of course, do not do that during the day. Um, if you're going to burn the brush and the wood, do it in the evening.
0: All right. So if I am going to follow by the rules, so two hours before, uh, two hours after sunset, and two hours before sunrise, what are some other precautions I should take into 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 mind? Uh, if I'm gonna have a a small fire on my property.
1: So if you're going to have a small fire on your property two hours before sunset all through the night until two hours after sunrise, of course, make sure you are um, using common sense. However, um, the materials that you are supposed to be burning is only class A combustibles. Also make sure that it is, the fire is within 15 meters of structures and vehicles, always attended by an adequate person with good means of extinguishing the fire. If it is windy outside, please refrain from burning, even if it is evening, just because the smoke can affect other motorists and potentially spread the fire. Um, If you are burning in the forest area, make sure it is five meters away, and of course, make sure that it is always attended.
0: If I can't remember all of these tips, where, where can I find more details?
1: To find more details, you can always phone us at the town so you can speak to the bylaw division. It is also on our town website and we have multiple resources available at the town office that are more user-friendly, pocket-sized editions of the bylaw that you can always refer to when you have questions.
0: Brianne, you wanted to add a, a point there? Yeah,
2: just an extension to that. Um, if the fire does get out of control on your property, we do have a couple manuals over at the fire hall and it's called a fire smart manual and that tells you what vegetation what landscape materials etc will burn and what will not burn on your property so we strongly advise that any cottagers or homeowners up in Gravenhurst or Muskoka do pick up these manuals just so they know how to best protect their home but aside from that we have a ton of prevention tips and resources that if you want to come into the fire hall or call the fire hall at any time, we're more than happy to discuss those with you.
0: So a big question out there might be um, when to actually call the fire department to, to have the whole fire department come out there with their hoses and put out a fire rather than uh, perhaps maybe calling the, the bylaw department to to lodge a complaint or a concern that that uh, someone may be burning outside of the allotted time. Um, when When should people call Bylaw, when should people call the fire department?
2: Well, if there's an emergency and you observe a fire that poses an immediate risk to life and safety, you need to call 911, obviously. If the fire does not pose an immediate threat, report your concern to the bylaw division. We can leave that phone number for you on the website. And they will do a further investigation and see what needs to be done. But if you do need tips and resources, like I stated earlier, you're more than welcome to call the fire prevention division and we can chat about how to best protect your home.
0: So, not, not everyone follows the rules sometimes, and sometimes they need a friendly visit from the, the bylaw officer. Um, what type of fines might people be facing if, if they are, you know, caught burning during the day here in town?
1: So it is important to remember that the burn control bylaw is enforced proactively and on complaint basis throughout the year. And whether or not you're a first time offender, you can be subjected to fines from $200
2: up to 350 per offence. Now, if you're found in contravention of the burning bylaw and the fire department has to respond, regardless if it's out of control or contained to the fire, the responsible party, so the owner, will be invoiced for the fire department's time and resources used that day. So when dispatched, as an example, to a suspected grass fire, two fire trucks are typically sent. The invoice would contain the cost per truck at $477 per hour and all the attending firefighters wages. Now, in rare instances,
0: that's a lot of money
2: oh you're telling me it gets worse and
0: aggravation i might add
2: in rare instances um the fire is too large to control for just gravener's fire department and we need to call in the ministry of natural resource and forestry so that's when it's a very large scale fire that's spread to the forest it it has gone well beyond just a normal residence now if the mnrf has to respond their cost is four thousand five hundred per hour wow pricey
0: and i mean you don't you don't want to go out there and find people. I mean, you're you're out here today um, and throughout the year to try to educate people. Absolutely. Inform them as to what they can do and and you've pointed to a couple resources the website the forest fire danger rating uh, And the and the hotline is there any other information or or tips? You'd like to get out to the people at this time of the year as we head into another spring and summer uh, Maybe another dry spell
2: biggest thing we can say is just use common sense be cautious with what you're burning and monitor the forest fire dangering at all times cuz it'll tell you if there's a fire ban if there if it's mild or moderate burning conditions and please always stay within those
0: and with that fire ban there there are times where there is an absolute prohibition where you can't burn anything
1: So aside from the fire ban itself, um, Ward 1 and the in-town portion of Ward 5, they actually fall under the absolute prohibition. So that means you cannot have bonfires or any fires at any time. The only exception to that rule is a small fire for cooking and warmth as long as it meets the four criteria. So number one being the fire cannot be bigger than 36 inches in height and 30 inches in diameter. It must only consist of wood because burning debris and garbage is not permitted. You must always. Attend the fire and have sufficient amount of water ready to control in case something does go wrong. And of course, two meters away from any flammable materials. For a full list of these properties that are affected, you can always visit Schedule A of the Burning Control Bylaw
0: and we want to let everyone know out there that uh, we've created a nifty little video as well where you can find a lot of this information and see our bylaw officer and fire prevention officer working together to to essentially keep the community safe keep you safe and keep you all informed well we hope that it is a a good year here in Muskoka and Gravenhurst and is there anything else you wanted to add
2: we'll just give you a brief little summary here so there is no daytime burning between no No, absolutely no. <laughs> Daytime burning between April 1st and October 31st. So
0: Which br- is, uh, April 1st is Monday. Monday. It's coming Monday. up quick. It's no joke, folks. No okay.
2: joke. Okay. So April 1st, and October 31st, no burning at all during the day. And regardless of how damp the ground may look, it's imperative that you remain vigilant on monitoring the forest fire danger eating and abstain from burning throughout the day.
0: All right. Well, look for that video. And, and thanks for very very much for coming in and uh, promoting the no burn bylaw and open air burning in muskoka in gravenhurst and uh, i'm sure we'll hear more from you throughout the year thank
2: you very much thanks thank for that.
0: all right and much more lake effect still to come on the way next we'll be speaking with ward 3 councillor stephen clink on lake effect